0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood-related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined again, as always, by my co-host, the man himself, Devin. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the latest Marvel film, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcasts on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter over at film optics. That is optics with an X. Zevin, how are you? Happy. This is this is another Thursday recording for us. But we're back on our regular schedule. How, how, how's it feel?
1: Yeah, we definitely needed to record for this one. Very special occasion.
0: <laughs> very, very special occasion and for everyone out there, um just a quick update from our previous recording that we attempted to for Marvel's episode 4, uh we've decided just to um just to nix it. Altogether, um, the audio uh, Dev, Devin's audio was uh, messing up a lot, and you know, we we
1: we care about your
0: ear care. We we, we
1: don't want. And, and you... for the for the abridged version, we both loved it. I gave it an A. You gave it an A minus. Yeah. Great episode.
0: Yeah, great great episode. Some may even say it's better than the original Doctor Strange film itself, from what I've seen on Twitter. But today we are here to talk about Shang Chi. But before we get into that. Devin, how's your week been? How, how, how have you been
1: over in the old OHIO? It's been a slow week, but it is basically Friday, so that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, buddy, it's Friday. Very, very excited, man. I'm just, whew, man, a long weekend. And we're, we're of course, we're reviewing Shang-Chi, like I said. The Starts. Technically, as of right now, as of this recording, people listening to it, they're starting their Labor Day weekend. You know, it's 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 a great time. We've got a nice three-day weekend. We get Mondays off. I told you, Devin, taking off on Mondays is the best. I'm telling you. Woo! But what if we had tomorrow off? Tomorrow would be just as amazing. But I there's something about having Mondays off I just absolutely love. And I don't know what it is, but that is all right. My week's been, yeah, pretty much the same as Devin's. It's just more of a slower week. But uh, I would say Monday through Wednesday went by pretty fast for me. I don't know why. Maybe it's, you know, the hustle and bustle of working, um, working from the office. But, hey, it is what it is. But without further ado, we're about to get into our Shang-Chi review right after this short break. Throughout my life the Ten Rings gave our family power.
1: If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother and whether you like it or not, you are also your
0: father. Seven, Devin, 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 man, oh man, we've been waiting forever for this, and we we had an opportunity to go early, but um, we didn't, it didn't really quite work in our schedule. Atlanta, I, yeah, in in Atlanta, um, I I. <laughs> I was surprised that they invited me and it was just super short last minute. I wasn't really able to go. I was like, well, Devin, you want to like come down? He's like "Uh, in Atlanta. I'm like, Hey, man, it's, it's, it was a
1: Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of in-person screenings happen like Tuesday, Wednesday. Unfortunately, they do not happen towards the end of the week, which I kind of wish they would change because I mean, Atlanta for me is about a mm, three, three and a half drop. uh, three, three and a half hour drive, which isn't terrible, but I mean, for them and, you know, driving down eight hours to Nashville and then driving another three hours, yeah, that can definitely take your toll. Well, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> if I ever get a dune review, <laughs> if I ever get a dune screener, <laughs> I will be driving there. I don't care who's coming with me. I'll go all by myself, but no, it's all right. But yeah, so we're here to talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. As always, we're going to be diving in to our non-spoiler section first, and then we're going to get into our spoiler section after you hear this little boy. So. Yeah, we're we'll going to turn this reactions as always. And then we're going to get into, ooh, man, I can't wait to get into the weeds for this one. Devin, I want to pass it off to you as I usually always do, because I'm just so hyped right now. And I'm, I'm a little bit winded been talking here for about six minutes. So I am going to pass the mic over to Devin for him to give his initial thoughts on the film.
1: Oh boy, the world building. We are, we are in it and ready to win it. I mean, that was just, that was a great ride all the way through. I definitely say it's the best origin story since Black Panther. I guess I'm trying to think of all the origin stories they've had to go through. Black Panther blew everyone away, and I think this one's right up there with it. I mean, the characters are great. We got another great villain to add to the list here, and uh, Wing Wu, <laughs> um, Simu Simulu is great as Shang Chi or Sean, I guess you can call him. Yeah, Aquafina <laughs> um, was funny. She had. Quite a few good uh good one liners in there. Mm-hmm. Um his sister had a much bigger role than I would have expected and it was very much so welcomed. And just all the way through there was there's was a lot of mystical elements that weren't expected. There were some some great, great fight scenes, like exhilarating stuff, I'd say. Yeah i uh, devin I'm,
0: I'm telling you man i'm right there with you and the director destin daniel uh creighton he he did a fantastic job on uh, bringing yeah, he did uh he did short term 12 he did you see you see devin we, marvel knows how to pick him. If, if you haven't seen short t- short term 12 by the way that that movie is stacked with like just amazing actors and the, the story is really, really good. So if you haven't seen it, definitely pick it up on blu-ray. I'm not sure if it's on a streaming service or not, but definitely check it out. If you have the chance for a short term 12 and
1: the mid credit scene in this movie uh might have a bit of a connection there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh this isn't much of a spoiler, but if you haven't seen it and you want to stay after the credits, there are two post credits. There is a mid Which I did not know. Yeah. MDB lied to me. I'm, see, see, i starting to catch up to us, man. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I had to double check my sources. Okay. I just had, I just texted Leo. I'm like, Hey, you saw the film like a little bit ago. So, uh, what, what up with that? And he was like, Yeah. So it's more just, it's, it's two credit scenes. There's the mid-credit and then there's an the after-credit scene. It's like, okay, cool. Cause the mid-credit comes a little bit faster. Than, uh, than we think and then you know there's there's the end credit which which we'll definitely get into but uh, to give my initial reactions I uh, I really think this uh reinvents the Marvel formula um, I know a lot of people have been looking for that for a lot of movies I didn't necessarily think that you know the formula works but I am glad that uh, this movie really stands out and I would agree with you Devin this is probably this is like probably one of the best origin Film or origin story movies we've gotten from superhero uh, genre thus far, you know, it's, it's been a while since we've had an origin. I mean, I guess you can count besides black Panther. I guess you can count uh, captain Marvel as well. Uh, But this, this one really just stood out to me. You know, the there's, there's so many references and like, it gave me heavy, heavy, heavy avatar. The last airbender vibes. Like oh my gosh, I was I was just eating this up. I will say I had to use the bathroom for like a split second. I was trying to like time it towards like more sort of a, more, more so excuse me of a downtime within the film. But we'll get into that once we get into spoilers because. I, I was, can fill you in on that part and you can fill me in on the end credit. Yeah. 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 De, also, see, Devin didn't even stay for the end credit scene. What kind of credit is he? now? <laughs> I, I understand. But like, I, I was talking to the people next to me. They're like, yeah, like a few of her friends saw it earlier. I was like, yeah, so did mine. I was just, you know, double checking my sources. I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, well the guy next to me said there's one. I'm like, it is what it is. But yeah, this, this movie has, has a lot of heart. Like you said, a lot of mystical elements And just a lot of surprising moments that I just didn't expect. And the way that the, the villain, uh, the Mandarin, um, uh, Shang-Chi's father, which they kind of talk about that.
1: Well, they never never really called him. They never really called him the Mandarin. Yeah, that, kind that of just went by Wenwu.
0: Yeah, yeah, Wenwu. But <laughs> we'll definitely get into the into the Mandarin here in a bit. But
1: there's a nice uh, character redemption going on.
0: <laughs> a very, very nice a, a few, I would say, definitely. Um, it, it's it's so it was just breathtaking, and I'm I'm really glad that Marvel kind of stuck to their guns and you know released this on uh, well as of today. Early, early Thursday, showing September 2nd and uh, September 3rd. Um, I will say it is a bit of a bummer that for people who don't feel comfortable going to the theaters because of friends, family, and other loved ones, or it's for the simple fact that, you know, with with their physical um, um, impairments, I, w- I guess you could say or disabilities, I'm not sure that's exactly the right word to use, but those who are not able body. We're not able to go to the theater. So, you know, this is only in theaters. There is no uh, Disney Plus uh, premiere access, whatnot. Um, you know, it's I, I think my 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 theater was pretty full. What about yours, Devin? I don't think there were many empty seats at all. For mine, there, there were a lot of empty seats, but it was still like a lot of people and the theater just spaced out. So like if I had to guess, it was about probably a good like, 35 to 40 people in my theater. Um, I did not see this in IMAX. It's is filmed for IMAX. So I'm definitely going to go back and see it in IMAX over the weekend. It's just, you know, we, we had to go to the standard viewing to get our uh, review out for your, all you lovely listeners out there because we love you guys so, so much. But yeah, I I really, it, it just had so much heart and just, wow. Like the character development, like you said, the world building, everything, Like it just, it just kept going. Like we were we were in like so many different locations. And I'm like, this is really refreshing and just like wow. Like I really want to see how Shang-Chi kind of interweaves into, you know, the rest of the Marvel
1: universe. Yeah, that's now. the most exciting part because there's a lot that there's there's a lot of possibilities that they set up, but I'm not sure where they're going, but I'm I'm just excited to see where. I gotta watch some some videos, some theories. <laughs> I need a you need a rock star. Was yeah, I need a, new rock, stars new to rock star. New rock star. Heavy spoiler. Yeah. Um,
0: Got weekly planet as well. Because you know?
1: they set up something at the end there. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is, but oh, I'm, see, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure
0: it out. Oh, for sure. And and the the end credit scene they definitely did as well.
1: Uh, I, I like I like having that feeling back of if you see an end credit scene and you don't know exactly what it is but mm, it's still exciting.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I will. You know, it, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I've had, I feel like we have really, at least I've really had that since the Thanos <laughs> end credit scenes because back then nobody knew who Thanos Thanos was.
0: Yeah, that 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 is very true, and I I would agree just because you know we we've been on this you know trying to wrap up, you know, the events of, um, of phase three and moving on to phase four, you know, with everything with COVID and obviously, you know, Black Widow being pushed back like a thousand times and them finally being able to get that movie out. So they can move forward, even though Black Widow is technically a part of phase four, even though it happens in between the events of civil war and end game. And I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's not bad. It's just, you know, we're finally able to move forward with, you know, newer characters and, you know, speaking of Marvel, you know, I guess, you know, I guess from the Guardians of the galaxy perspective, you know, i uh, getting, I guess you can quote, quote unquote saying, like digging from the bottom of the barrel. Not a lot of people know who Shang-Chi is just like a lot of people didn't know who um, the Guardians of the galaxy were. And I, I think they've, they've, I think they've done a really good job. Like he's definitely like, whew, him with those Jordans, man. I was like, okay, this is, this is nice. Like I, I
1: really, he's, really, he's like the man definitely definitely you, you just tell as soon as Simu Liu got the role like you could just tell how cool he was
0: yeah and you know the, the entire cast and crew um you know the production design and the sound the editing it it was just like job job well done everyone I'm just gonna give you yeah! nice little uh, cheer there but it man it really it kind of just blew me away like I think as of right now, I can safely say this is definitely within my top 10 Marvel movies. I'm definitely going to go see it again in IMAX. Because if you if you have a chance to see it in IMAX, definitely take it. But Devin, do you plan to see this movie again?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, Saturday Night with the Boys. Oh, uh, with the Boys. You guys seeing it in IMAX or you guys? Um, I think we're going to the, the Cinemark. It's like XD or whatever. Oh, think it's the same thing.
0: God, Cinemark. I haven't heard that name in forever.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because they closed the one in over uh, over in Aurora, didn't they? I I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, in Macedonia. Oh wow, <laughs> He's tossed that one aside. And oh, and, and that's right. And the one in Macedonia. That's right. Because I used to go to the one in Macedonia all the time, and then we found out about the one in Aurora, and that was more that was closer. So it's like yeah. So they closed both of them down. Man, <sighs> oh Twinsburg. So we got AMC and Sullen, huh? <laughs> uh, i've been going to the one near cleveland is that is, is that the nicer one
1: yeah it's definitely nicer D- does it have IMAX? No imax oh it does no imax oh no, no. imax no adobe it's the only unfortunate part <sighs> oh cleveland it's okay
0: all right. So are you ready to get into our spoiler section, Devin? We I've been, have... I've been waiting my whole life. All right. All right. Hey, we're, you know, we're 16 minutes in. I feel like we, we've stirred up the pot enough to start getting, you know, the, the real juices flowing here. So ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler, re- uh, warning, excuse me, not sp- spoiler review again. That is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen the movie nine times out of 10 by the time this is dropped, you probably haven't, <laughs> because this is dropping on Friday, uh, the day that the movie technically comes out. Unless, hey, you know, your big uh, Marvel superhero uh, fans like us, we're going to start talking about some spoilers for the rest of you people out there who have seen it. So, Devin, wh- where
1: do you want to begin? Because th- there's just so, so much. I'm going to call, I guess you can call it a prologue, that, that beginning part, mm-hmm. the uh, backstory for Wing Wu. That was... Impressive.
0: Very, very impressive. Busting out the subtitles literally within the first part of the yeah, script. Yeah,
1: it, it was a bold move. It was like the first 20 minutes or so. It was all subtitles.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I was actually
0: talking to um, uh, Ricky and Jacob about it because they went to go see it tonight as well and um so someone, someone had said "Uh, marvel fans those subtitles at the beginning of uh, shang chi i know uh you read those now go watch parasite yeah <laughs> yeah ricky had put that in a group chat i was like okay that was that was really funny but yeah you know busting busting out the subtitles you know because this this is all about you know the the age uh the asian culture the asian represent uh, representation in hollywood and i i really think that they 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 Hit it home with this. You know, know, it was
1: cool seeing just how far back uh, Wenwu goes with his power and the rings. Yeah, and it, the scope of everything, the mystery of the
0: rings, and yet you know, we kind of get a little bit of information towards the beginning of, you know, they they're they, they're these these items that you know grant big you know, big How I Met Your Mother vibes. <laughs> how i met your mother vibes yeah the uh the asian culture edition W <laughs> pretty much but i mean the way that they met and that that dance that the fighting yeah i'm
1: sure there's a word for that um like a name for that type of fighting but yeah i don't have it off the top of my head but it was very cool
0: i would and i'm probably going to reference avatar the last airbender and hear like a lot but it definitely reminded me a little bit of if you've seen it anyone out there listening the dance of dragons that ang and zuko do um when they find the uh the the uh the sun um the sun tribe i'm blanking the name of the actual uh the sun warriors or something like that so it kind of reminded me of that but obviously this was more of a play playful slash serious-esque fight but it just like swept me off my feet. That, like, that boy fell in love. They, literally. She was, <laughs> she, she had the, um the, oh my gosh, she, she had the power. She was just like, you know, falling to my web, falling to my trap. It was, it was very, very beautiful. And, you know, you can kind of see how that they're starting to, um, you know, fall for each other. And then obviously leading up uh, for Shang-Chi, excuse me, Sean, Sean, <laughs> I mean, one, of, one of
1: many great jokes. The uh, theater was uh, was cracking up.
0: Yeah, Aquafina was definitely one of the highlights. Like, obviously, she was there for comedic relief, but I think it worked because it it wasn't like Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Like, I really like that movie, but the issue with that was that Drax was like, "Hey, you know, he's a funny guy," and. The first one, and then we just like dialed it up to eleven, and the second one. But like, I think her, I think Aquafina's humor in Shang Chi was um was very subtle. Like, it was still funny. Like, my entire audience, like, pretty much laughed at every single joke that she had. It was, you know, it was just her being her, just put into like, hey, you know, we, we kind of need you to come on set and like, you know, just just say a few lines, whatever, whatever. But I really like how they're like. Between um, Aquafina's character Katie and um, Shang Chi, like they they have like a mutual like respect for each other. Like they've been friends for ten years, They're keeping it platonic. Yeah, keeping it pretty platonic. Towards the end, I was like, maybe there's some kind of feelings there a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. No need. Definitely. So I I really kind of like how there wasn't like there was a love interest in this movie between. You know, Shang Chi's father and his mother, but that—that that was pretty much the, the the love interest there. It wasn't with the main character. Oh, well, in a way, obviously love for your parents and love for your family. But man, oh man,
1: um, the the sister, <laughs> she was fire. See that that I say, I think that might be one of my minor issues with the with mm. the movie. Nothing about the sister, but just the fact that it seems like Aquafina got more of a role than the sister did. I will
0: agree with you there. Um, I I'm trying cause the, um, the sister, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on uh, the actor's name or, um, her name in the movie. Uh, it was Xiling Xiling. Yeah. So she, um, I, I do agree
1: because I really like, especially the, the mid credit or the end where it's like, they take Katie. Like, I feel like, Zyling instead of be a part of it
0: yeah like i mean katie had you know she, she had the bow and whatnot you know she it, it but it, it kind of the, the entire movie kind of starts with you know sean and katie or shang chi i'll just call him shang chi um <laughs> shang chi sorry i was uh goofing out about something but you know they're they're kind of they're not like deadbeats or anything like they have a lot of potential but you know they're they're working in a parking lot um, as valets.
1: yeah, they're dead beats. Yeah. In a way, but I, I do. Agree and, then, and then Katie's family is just like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Come on.
0: Well, like for a second, I thought they were kind of like low key dating for like a minute because for like, maybe like a minute or two, it seemed that way. And then when, uh, Katie's grandmother said like, Oh, like, when are you guys going to get married? I was like, okay, you know, like whatever he says, that that will probably like solidify what the uh relationship is. And he's like, oh, you know, we're just friends, like whatever, whatever. And you know, she was kind of looking like, at yeah, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was. Um, I do agree with you with um with uh Sean Chi's uh sister. I think I think it should have been her. There's there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, for sure. But I will say, Devin, since she didn't stay. For the end credit scene, definitely gave me a lot of Booga Boba vibes because she was cleaning out, you know, her her father's estate, quote unquote, and she she's running the place. She she's got her, you know, as we saw in the movie, she has like her underground fighting ring. It it seems that they
1: they've moved camp or or at least expanded. So, she's, so they just kind of switched over to the. Yeah, the Mandarin campus.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, in a way, it seems that they have they have expanded. But she's sitting in the chair, kind of how Boba was towards the end of Mandalorian
1: season two. Well, like, you know her, her dad was in the beginning of the movie. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, well, like her dad. I mean, their dad during the beginning of the movie wasn't necessarily evil. Like, I mean, well, the beginning, beginning, yeah. But then, I guess what I'm saying when he met their mother is when that kind of you know he hadn't he hadn't used the ten rings until she died like um you know until the, the day she died and that's when he kind of I guess reverted back because he wanted you know the the rings granted him long life and you know over a thousand years is what they said. So it was like okay I, I kind of figured it's around like eight hundred a thousand years but they never really like explicitly said it until towards the very end. We just knew that he lived for a very very long time. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of, um, just the, uh, he, he was a villain, but like a subtle villain. Like you could definitely sympathize with him though. Very three-dimensional, very, very three-dimensional. Like he wasn't just like, Oh, like, haha, you know, like I'm, I'm Sean, you know, the, the the evil bad guy, whatever wasn't one-dimensional at all, but like you, you really fell for him and kind of understood. Where he is coming from, you know, from from the grief of loss, which we've seen in um, the episode four of uh, Marvel's What If, and and what the the um, you know loss and grief can really do to a person, and you know when it comes to when do you decide to, you know, quote unquote, move on uh, with the rest of your life? I mean, this man's clearly moved on before (laughs) with him being alive for around a thousand years. So it's like, okay, so you, you, you understand the concept you, you've seen empires rise
1: and fall. And I thought it was interesting that it showed a montage of him, like, changing the course of history. Yeah. His tent rings.
0: That was awesome, dude. Like I really, like he came in rolling with a super long hair. I was like, Oh, I know where this is
1: going. This is going to be awesome. But yeah, the powers of the, give me some, r- uh, give me some Raya vibes too. Yeah. yeah. Oh Avatar, yeah. Raya.
0: Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up. It definitely gave me a lot of Raya The last dragon vibes. I was actually halfway just waiting for those characters to show up because it just, I mean, they kind of did those dragons <laughs> at the end. <laughs> That was, oh man, that huge CGI. There's so many mythical creatures, and
1: of course we. we, we I don't know if we should go there yet. We should. We got to start at the beginning with that that bus scene. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let,
0: let, let, let's let's park it. Let, let's back it up a little bit with the, bu-
1: with the bus because they scene. showed they showed a, a fair amount of that bus scene in the trailer, and I was like, all right, this looks pretty cool. But yeah. then in the actual movie, it just blew me away completely. Like it was it escalated. one of the best fight scenes and then see you. Yeah. It, it, it escalated so quickly. And, and Cause, like, Cause no, no, we don't know anything about Sean. at that point in the movie, like, no. we don't know what his training has been or what he is. Neither does Katie.
0: Yeah. And so I was it's wondering just, how they Yeah. I was wondering how they were going to uh, kind of tie all that in because, you know, it, he just seems like a normal guy, you know, obviously, you know, his mother gave him like this nice little pendants and kind of just out of nowhere you know that just, music
1: that music starts and then he just starts <laughs> going to town
0: it was so good now, have you listened to the uh the soundtrack yet on spotify i'm gonna have to
1: because there was a lot
0: of hits there was a lot of hits in there man. i i haven't listened like okay besides in the heights i haven't really listened to like a um or hamilton whatever but i i haven't listened to like a movie soundtrack since like I think Spider Verse and prior to that Black Panther, so it's like it it really is nice when you know like in and Marvel is like promoting like hey like you know the soundtracks on there whatever whatever I think uh, Simu Liu he was he was uh, on Twitter promoting it as well and it's like people are like hey you know it's 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 time but I I do agree like that bus scene was like ten times better than obviously the one in Captain Marvel that one was kind of more so quick. Um, We did see a few scenes, like you said, but we, you know, obviously now seeing the the full picture, I was like, that was such a good introduction. Yeah. Technically the second fight scene, because the first one with uh, the mother and the father, I guess that was, and then this one just took it up another notch. I was like, wow. You know, with the bus scene and whatnot. And. Razor fist. <laughs> the, uh, the, the live streamer. <laughs> He's like, Hey, what's up everyone? It's your boy. Great. <laughs> Man. Yeah. And then you, it's, it really was nice to be like, okay, like he obviously knows Kung Fu. Cause we don't know what happens. You know, last time we saw uh, Shang-Chi, he was, you know, a little boy talking to his mom. We didn't really know what had happened to his mom. And then, you know, all those missing years in between, and then it just like he just runs into these random people. It's like, hey, we want your pendant. And he's like, I who are you? That, <laughs> and then the
1: choreography was just
0: whoo, amazing. Man. And then um the uh that opposite, double kick. The, uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, it's and I'm really glad they didn't show too much. Like I feel like they showed a lot of the same scenes throughout the marketing. So I really, really yeah, that um, kept a good amount under wraps. Yeah, they did a, a good job. A good amount under wraps, like a really, really good amount. So you know, it, it was, it was amazing. And then you know, kind of that kind of you know the the bus scene kind of catapults into you know we're we're learning all this information, same as Katie, and you know that he has a sister, and you know she's in yeah, trouble. Yeah, I, I just
1: love that that Katie is is our perspective as a character. Yeah, those are always the best to have. Especially yeah. for an origin story, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not. She's sure. confused the whole time. Just like <laughs> we're just trying to figure it out,
0: <laughs> and like her reactions to everything. It's like literally everything the audience is thinking of. I mean, I'm not sure if Katie is a part of the comics or not, but e- even if she isn't, like that's a really good way how they sort of just like you say, you know, they that person is like our eyes and ears are experiencing everything way better than what they did for Mortal Kombat. Um that was just I mean it's it's smart to do that. It's just there's a way to execute it was well executed here in Shang-Chi. And then, you know, when the that kind of well that fight scene from the buzz scene kind of moves us over to the underground uh, the underground oh, scene, so cool. <laughs> we see Wong and Abomination facing off.
1: Abomination looks amazing. Like, out of nowhere, he glowed up. Yeah, he got, he's got, got scales some, now. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, nice little gills there. I was like, ooh, he, he's amphibious. That's I like that. I like that a lot.
1: And, you know, we but don't... It's just fast. It's fascinating, like... Is Wong just like trying to get some extra side cash? Is that all this is? Or is there some other reason for it? Maybe. Like,
0: because in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, we do see him packing up to go somewhere. So maybe he's, you know, headed over to, um, the, so they went from San Francisco to, was it somewhere in China or was it?
1: Yeah. 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 I don't remember the name, but yeah,
0: I can't remember the name either. And it was, you know, obviously the, the dark web uh, underground, like fighting ring world where there's all these like huge bets going on. And I,
1: you know, <laughs> I love the, uh, the Ronnie Chang appearance too. He was hilarious when they first, he first read them. He was like, Hey bus boy.
0: He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was like, you, and you were the driver. She was like, what? Oh, oh, you know who I am. It's like, it, it, it was so well put together and seeing, obviously we knew Wong was there, but like, you know, seeing him, in action, and him and he apparently he knows abomination because yeah you know, they're hanging out they're hanging out he's training them and whatnot and you know uh that the uh the postcard leads them over to china to uh to where his sister is because she has the other pendant and you know they haven't seen each other in forever a lot of inner family turmoil here uh just it it is a um you know, a, a shadow of what a family wa- once was almost as I'm just going to bring up game of Thrones. Cause it's, it's kind of like the Starks in in a way, you know, it, during the beginning, they, they were, they were happy, they were together. And then it's like this, this one events that kind of just splits them all up and they don't really see each other for a very long time. Obviously with Shang-Chi, it's the death of their mother. So definitely she was, you know, the clue that, uh, held them together, the, the best of them in a way. And then, you know, the father kind of grieving in his own way and starting to kind of, I guess you can say sink back into his, uh, his old ways. Um, and you know, them then going to the, um, the underground fighting ring and, you know, us finally uh, meeting, um, uh, um, Shang-Chi's sister,
1: And she was, um,
0: (laughs) she was kicking some butt, dude. She was,
1: yeah. She was like, if if you're not going to train me, uh, if our dad's not going to train me, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Create my own underground. I was going to ask you, how, how did you like how they handled the flashbacks?
0: I feel like they sprinkled it
1: pretty nice. Usually flashbacks can get annoying, but this was very effective because it just kind of set the tone emotionally for what the movie was going for very well. Yeah. They, there's a lot of it, but it was well-placed. Right.
0: Yeah. They easily could have, I guess, could have had like a, like, you know, a pro prologue, you know, with everything with their father, meaning their mother. And then, you know, the, like the death, us telling um, about the death, but that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about. So during the little, the small tidbit that I missed, cause I, I had to use the bathroom, which is weird. I used to the bathroom before. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then kind of just snuck up on me. I was only gone for like, maybe a good, like two, three minutes but I left when Shang-Chi's father um, was hearing the voices of their mother. And um, he was kind of like sitting in the chair um, at, at his estate. And then it came back. It was fla- It was a flashback when there was like a bunch of men and then their mother died. What happened? Like, how
1: did their mother die? Because... <laughs> So the, those men were um, looking to get some kind of payment back from when he was still doing 10 rings sh- shenanigans. So they were like, just coming to, to get that. And um, he wasn't there for certain reason. They never really explained where he was, but yeah, he wasn't yeah. there. And um, the, okay. the mother was protecting the kids and
0: okay, ended so, up dying. Okay. So, the, so they infiltrated the, the, the state and. You know, she, okay. So she was ultimately the payment because, you know, okay. Okay. That, that makes yeah, it. I was, it was just that small little part. I was like, okay. So the rest, I mean, obviously like, I didn't really have like too much context missing because they kind of like re-explained. I was like, okay, I knew she died. There was like a bunch of like dudes in black. So it was because of the actions of their father prior. Yeah. Before he hung up the rings. Before he hung up. The, okay. 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 So that makes sense. Yeah, it, it was just oh man, and you know the um that that was pretty powerful because I thought at first I was like I was like okay, you know, like she died, they said that she passed away. I thought it was just because of old age, because obviously the father, you know, her fa- his father was going to outlive her anyway. And then it's like, oh well, that 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 makes a lot more sense.
1: Kind of like Omni Man, maybe uh, maybe just a pet situation. <laughs> oh, dude,
0: don't get me started. I want to
1: rewatch that again. Oh man, he it, he never got he never got as evil as Omni Man. It seems like but no, he, was, he didn't. He was pretty bad, but he definitely had some remorse there towards the end because
0: he, he you could you could hear that he was definitely just a um you know a a broken man looking you know longing to you know, <laughs> see his wife again. And his, his father bl- essentially blaming a, how old was he at, at the time? Like, like eight? 14, like, yeah, like eight or something. Yeah. Well, 14 is when he f- went on his first. Assassination. Yeah. When he,
1: when he did his first murder. Yeah. And then there was an interesting reveal.
0: <laughs> that was awesome because like, not only do we see that we, we see Shang-Chi's father, you know, throughout the movie, he, he blames his son for not protecting their mother. And it's like this, this kid was like eight years old. You know, he hadn't really, he didn't begin his training until after his uh, family, uh, his, not his family, but his mother passed away. And yeah, it's like, I mean, what, what are the kids, you know, going to do in, in that situation? So, you know, the the mother dying, protecting, you know, her young, and then him blaming uh with Shang-Chi's father blaming uh Shang um chi for all of that and then the whole and then you know it Shang-Chi blaming it's um his father as well, not just the father blaming Shang-Chi. So it's like there there's a lot of I guess you could say blame kind of sprinkled around and then he goes on his first assassination mission. And you know, his sister doesn't want him to go. He's like, you know, I'll only be gone for three days. Because nope. <laughs> well, what was it like six years later? Six years later, Devin. That was insane. What, what did you think about that? Uh, that aspect? I, I feel like that's a good remorse to build up towards your sibling.
1: Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she had all all the right to be angry. <laughs> she showed it to man
0: oh my gosh that five i I also love
1: at the beginning when they're they're escaping and he's like you left us to die and she's like yeah now you know how it feels
0: (laughs) she was like i'm out deuces i was like wow but yeah her her in that fighting ring i was like oh so she means business right now like 100 percent and then you know it it kind of moves on from there. And we um, should should, should we talk about the, the the great cameo reveal yet, or should we? uh, Yeah,
1: let's let's get into it. <laughs> they uh, get captured by by Wu and his his uh his henchmen, and then the ten Ring They're Army. in this they're in this basement dungeon, and what do they hear in the room next to them? <laughs> <laughs> a, a great, the greatest actor of their generation. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I, I chucked up there for a second because his reveal was so funny. The Mandarin from Traveler
1: Iron Man. F- Traveler It's slot Traveler <laughs> Slotcher.
0: The Mandarin from Iron Man 3 makes an appearance, a great, great redemption. He's being held prisoner. <laughs> he does a phenomenal job. He's, he is an actor, so to speak. And I absolutely loved. And he and he's got a buddy. Yeah the the uh, the the faceless. What did Aquafina call it? Uh,
1: It was like a chicken a, pig, pig. Chicken, chicken. a pig. <laughs> what was his name again? Melvin or something? I think so. Yeah, Melvin. Oh,
0: Melvin. It looks so weird. Like it didn't even have a neck, Devin. It like it's different if it doesn't have a face. Like I guess. When I think of, like, a face, it's just, like, it's a face, but there's no, you know, eyes, ear, mouth, or whatever. But, like, literally just didn't have a head. <laughs> it was just, like, <laughs> a fairy pig chicken. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is weird. I wonder how Disney's going to, you know, capitalize on this. <laughs> I don't know how many kids are going to be buying that. Yeah, uh, that it's, plus not, it's not the prettiest. It's not the prettiest thing, but, oh, my gosh, he was so, so lovable, almost like Sebastian. And the Suicide Squad C- couldn't couldn't just you know it, it, it's hard to hate them I guess is what I'm trying to say there, but yeah we, we get the management from uh, Iron Man three and they I mean they uh you know Shang Chi's father kind of mentions that yeah like there was a pose there and they kind of brush over the events of Iron Man three because for some reason people really really just hated that and I I think he made a really really great um a great redemption. And, it it kind of just goes from there. You know, we find out that, you know, the mother gave up her, her, um, her powers, I guess her wind powers, um, leaving her society to, you know, raise a family and her showing that she didn't really regret that. And there's this
1: whole secret society from, from- and then we, and then we travel to the Hoenn region. <laughs> there, was, there was some moltres flying through the sky. We had some nine tails on the ground.
0: Serious, oh, dude! I loved that nine-tailed thing. I was like, okay, this is cool. And of course, it's it. There's so many great references, and I really liked how that really just expanded the mythos for. Yeah, and something.
1: it's like legitimate, like like cultural references for for china for chinese like mytho- mythology like those giant lion things mm-hmm. are always so cool dragons of course yeah
0: chinese dragons of course not not european dragons chinese dragons for for those who don't know if if you've seen Ryan the last dragon you see them there too they have more of a snake long like snake like figure was with, with um like european dragons it's more You know, either like the all fours and then the wings or kind of like how they are in Game of Thrones where the wings are like attached to their arms. So those are more of the European dragon style, but yeah, we we uh we go there. We, we meet the the auntie of the family. <laughs> Another auntie we see in this uh is she was in um man I think she was in last Christmas. She's in everything. She she is in everything. A- a-
1: everything.
0: I think she was in last Christmas with uh, Henry Golding and um Amelia Clark, if I'm
1: not mistaken and of course she was in Crazy Rich Asians.
0: Yes. Oh, do you see and I got to go back and watch that movie because the, I adored that. And if you haven't seen Aquafina anything lately, definitely go check out The Farewell, uh the A- A24 film. And,
1: and Crazy Rich Asians.
0: Yeah, and Crazy Rich Look, like, you know, and I I really like how she in, in any like Asian Asian centric film like she is there, you know, representing you know, the Asian culture, because we really don't see a lot of uh, these films or we, we really just don't see a lot of um, Asian um, actors um, in Hollywood, you know, in this, obviously between this and Mulan and obviously uh, Ryan lights dragon, um, you know, Mulan wasn't Mulan, but the live action, but you know, it's, it's still, um, it definitely. sucks. wow.
1: Comes. Apparently um, Michelle, yo is in, is going to be in avatar two, three, four and five. Uh, the, and the Witcher Blood Origin, the Blood Origin. Oh, that's right. They're making a TV no-
0: miniseries. That's right. Dude, they've been doing so much stuff with the Witcher. Like, so obviously season two. And she
1: wasn't of- gumpowder milkshake. Yeah.
0: What? Oh, that's right. She wasn't Powder milkshake. That's right. That's right. She's, she's in everything. She is literally everywhere. Congratulations, Sarah, because she is. She's killing it out here. One hundred percent. So, yeah, we like, he's, like, like Devin says, we we, we traveled to the Helen slash Kanto region and we see all That's these. That's all I could think about <laughs> just
1: seeing those mythical Pokemon creatures. It, as soon
0: as I saw the Ninetales, I'm like, oh my God, just Ninetales and Volpix. There they are. There they are. <laughs> Um, those actually do expand from Chinese mythos. So definitely. And get, get a little, um, I guess you can say a little Gyarados action in there from the, uh, a little bit from from the dragon side and we, you know, things kind of escalate and there's, there's that huge, uh, the portal to a demon or a, a monster that feeds on, the desire.
1: Yeah. I will say this part of the movie definitely slowed a bit for me. Mm-hmm. Like they had the, the, the training montage, which was cool, yeah. but then it just kind of halted after that. Yeah. It was, it was but kind of as like, soon, a ne- as soon as, um, as soon as he shows up and it just picks mm. right back up.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of liked it cause it was, cause it seemed throughout the entire movie that, you know, they just kept, you know, the pacing, it just kept escalating, escalating. And like so much had happened. I feel like that was like a nice little break. Kind of, it kind of reminded me of the din- dinner table scene a little bit in um, in Black Widow, where they kind of like slowed down just a bit. I don't mind that too much because we do get a lot more exposition into the story. And it does move the story forward, but it does give, you know, after they escape from Chong- Shang-Chi's father, just a bit of a, a breathing room, you know, so they can kind of, in a way, recollect those, themselves and reflect on what's going on. And then, you know, we we know that he's coming. So it, it also serves as like a preparedness for what's to come for like the third act. And whoo, what a third
1: act it was. Yeah. And uh, Shang Shi meets the great protector.
0: The great protector. <laughs> it was great. I really like how. It, it was like between the villain like yeah it was his father like they're the same but not really and it, it was more so like kind of like a mini boss and then the true boss because the father was more so the mini boss fight uh with uh Shang-Chi and you know uh Shang-Chi kind of learning um I guess you could say airbending in a way or his his mother's uh way of the force if you will but you know he he kind of um Kind of takes control of a five of the ten rings, and he just was looking all majestic and whatnot. I was like, "This this is so freaking cool!" And the fight itself was just. Great, like just between Shang Chi and his father, you could really feel like there was tension there. You know, Shang Chi's told them to you know let it go. It's it's not worth it. And he's like, oh, he's like you don't understand. He's like, I know your mother's voice. I know your mother's voice. She's behind that door. She's behind that door. And then it just (sighs) you get we get the the big old uh, Mothra type uh, creature, and um, yeah, uh, Shang Chi uh, eventually. Uh, gets knocked into the water at, um, and you know, summons a, a dragon.
1: I guess you could say, and that, that I, I also just love that all their weapons and armors made <laughs> from dragon scales. Like that's so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And that that's like, I guess, you, and the way that was her secret weapon. Aquafina learns how
1: to, uh, you know, carry a bow. That, that's where I get a lot of the Black Panther vibes because it's kind of like their vibranium.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we actually learned uh, during the first post-credit scene that uh, the rings are not vibranium, so they don't know what it is. But it seems like there's a homing beacon as well. And I, I really love how you know. Sorry, it looks like you are gonna say something. I'm doing a quick Google <laughs> search. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Oh, he, he turned off the. You uh, <laughs> turned off the noise cancellation. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, um, but yeah, I really like how the um, you know, I guess the duality of you know with shang Chi and not letting his sister go once they're about to defeat the big bad, and you know
1: he he let her go I, once. I think I might have, I think I might have a uh, might have a theory about that mid credits scene though. All right, well let, let's hear it, Devin. Give it to us. I think the ten rings and the homing beacon are coming from Thin Fang Foom. Who's Fing Fing Foom? A shapeshifting alien being from the world of uh Kakarantra in the Maklu system of the greater Ma- Magellanic Cloud. He resembles a somewhat anthropomorphic Chinese dragon.
0: Hmm. I actually thought it was gonna set up secret wars, but that sounds way more interesting.
1: But yeah, I've heard him mentioned before as possibly being in this movie. So it, it would make sense if they set up for him in the future. He's just yeah. kind of this giant space dragon.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, that, that's um that's a very interesting point because I was trying to figure it out, but obviously it like that mid-credit scene really just got me super, super excited.
1: Okay, yeah. In the in the comics, the Mandarin um got the ten rings from him. In the first place.
0: It actually makes sense because you never, they never really explain where the 10 rings came from. He just kind of stumbled across them one day and start this entire changing the course of history. So that's always fun. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I guess back to, you know, the whole, the sister brotherly, you know, bond that they're trying to rekindle in a way. And actually moving forward to the, uh, the end credit scene up towards the very, very end. um, It just was, it's not this like a black title screen. It has like the 10 rings around it. And it just says the 10 rings will, will return of course. So everyone was very um, excited about that one, but man, oh man, just a great, great film overall. Like we said, it it, um, it really uh, redefines what the Marvel formula is and, hopefully moving forward. Like there's so much mystery because I was wondering how he was going to tie into everyone else. And you know he's already met, um, you know, Carol Danvers and then good old Brucey
1: there towards. Yeah. That's the mid credit -credit scene. Uh, Wong, (laughs) Bruce and Carol are trying to figure out what these 10 rings are. And I really like, that's that's an interesting trio there. I was trying to figure out what they all had in common, what they were, what they were doing. Yeah. So just like the, the brains of the operation
0: and, and where does this take place within, you know, I guess since, you know, they're also setting up the multiverse. So like, where does that all take place? And of course, Wong, you know, he, he I'm sure that Chi he's going to probably run into Dr. Strange
1: first. Yeah, of course, Dr. Strange is absent again. <laughs> yeah. This dude is uh very inconsistent,
0: very inconsistent, but I, I feel like he's
1: he, he's there. To, he's due to do favors for young Peter Parker, but he won't intervene <laughs> when the multiverse is being broken or 10 rings are being created. And <laughs> doing crazy things Well, he'll, now he'll, he'll, help out, he'll help out our, a teenager.
0: Well now let's, we don't really necessarily know if that is dogs of Strange or not. I, I have a feeling that it's not,
1: I don't think it is. I, I don't think there's gotta is. be an explanation as to what he's doing.
0: Cause there's no, and, and you know, within that, of course we keep going back Spider-Man in front of a Shang-Chi review, but yeah, it, we really don't know what the full context is. Was it the wish that, you know, brought, uh, that sparked the multiverse on that side. We really don't know, but I, I think that trailer really does a great job of kind of just, you know, condensing everything and not showing too much. And so did the Shang-Chi uh, Shang-Chi trailer as well. I I don't, I don't feel like they've showed a lot. It was, it was very just tight and consistent. You know, we, we've been waiting for this for a while and I, I think it, it, definitely was worth the payoff like 100 percent. very refreshing very very refreshing but I wanted to pass it back over to you Devin did you have any other last comments or concerns before we get into scores and get out of here
1: yeah like I mentioned earlier I, I think it was a little weird that Katie kind of got thrown in at the end with with Shang-Chi like I understand she she had her part and she contributed but kind of wish uh, the sister had some role too yeah
0: yeah. I mean, like I said, like she, it does seem like she does have a role because it, I feel like it would have been weird if they were, would, would have just showed us the mid credit. And then that was it. It's like, okay. Well, what happened to the sister? Because we knew she went back, you know, when they're
1: talking to their friends all over again. Yeah. You know, that, towards, was <laughs> that was great. That was the karaoke, too. We didn't even mention yet the karaoke. Oh, California. <laughs> great.
0: I, uh, yeah. And I, oh my God. Aquafina's, uh, you know, how, uh her and Shang-Chi met, you know, when they were in grade school and, you know, this bu- bully was picking on Shang-Chi and then she comes out of nowhere and just starts singing "Hotel California. And they, that, that was a nice little tie in the few uh, times that they did karaoke, especially with Wong towards the end. Marvel really just knows that. How that, that
1: got it. a giant, giant laugh. Same,
0: same dude. Um, my theater ate that movie up. Like it was, Ooh, like, it, it was just, it was great. I mean, it was nice to see it with other people. Um, definitely probably would not have had maybe the same effect watching at home. But again, like, that that's, that's all. It's, it's a small gripe of mine just because, you know, the people who just aren't able to go to the theaters or there may not be a theater available near them, you know, or they kind of have to wait a little bit longer to see this film. That's the only psyche part. But
1: it, I think they'd be used to it by now.
0: I don't know. I mean a lot of things have been pushed back. Um did did you get the Spider-Man trailer in your um uh theater for
1: uh the previews? I only got like the second half of the trailers, so I don't know if it played in the first half. Oh, see, yeah, I, I got there like a
0: little bit I got there a little bit early, but I got Dear Evan Hansen. Very, very excited. Um, uh, what else? Oh, we got we got the Eternals trailer. That was the last thing they showed. Yeah, I got that one. And we got Dune. That was <laughs> I was so excited. Every time I watch that trailer, dude, it gives me chills. Gives me chills every time. And um, I think that's about because yeah, I mean, Eternals is is the next uh, movie, so it would probably make sense. They probably won't start running the Spider Man trailers until after um, Eternals hits uh, theaters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, you are ready right, to get into scores? Yeah. All right, Devin. I'm gonna go first. I've been sitting on this for a while. I'm I'm gonna have to give this like a solid A. Like a I give it like a 90 Probably like a 93, 94, somewhere in there. Like, you know, the small little things. I mean, I I really did enjoy it. like it's it it breathes uh breathe a lot of like new fresh air into um, this universe is just expanding it, and we don't really, we don't really know when this happens. Well, I mean, I guess we do kind of assume with the mid credit scene that obviously it, it it does happen after Endgame. Well, parts of it does, but because you know
1: he's all the way out in California. They also mentioned in the beginning how um, what their friend was talking about how at any moment half the world can be snapped away. So it's definitely after Endgame.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely after end. So yeah, I guess anything, I guess anything in phase four technically is after endgame. Then minus um, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Because I was I was wondering that myself to see like where this kind of fell within that universe. So yeah, that, that does definitely make sense. But, yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it a, a solid 94. Like I really really enjoyed this film. You know, super small little issues uh, here and there, but. Yeah, I, especially this the way that um I I wish there would have been more of like a uh, a more nice a better goodbye between Shang Chi and his father. But I mean, I guess there was the, the transfer of the rings was probably like the yeah the the bequeathment the uh, the final farewell. But, and then his kamehameha. Dude, I almost forgot to mention that. Yes. And the fact that Aquafina mentioned that. Yeah. She was like, Sean, Sean does this amazing like, command that wave. I was like, yes, Marvel. Big, big Michael Pena
1: vibes from Ant-Man. Just recapping the, the events. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I loved it, man. Definitely. You know, I'm bumping it up to 95. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. 95. There we go. What about
1: I, you? I was going to go with a solid A- minus, like 91 mm. area. Just... Had a couple issues where kind of slowed down a little bit, and I feel like this sister didn't get as much love as she she should have. But maybe there's potential in the future.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, man, like that the end credit scene it was gave me the big Book of Boba like end credit scene. Also,
1: um, the um, the Death Dealer guy, the the masked like henchman, like the main henchman for him. He was really cool. He was really cool, but then he just. Kind of died yeah we didn't
0: see what he looked like did we We're, no no okay and i was wondering if, if they actually showed because i was wondering if, what he looked He like. was he was really cool yeah it, well he was <laughs> sean chill killed him he was like oh all those times you during yeah. during trading oh like all those little whips and stuff I'm like oh he remembers yeah, I definitely wish we would have seen a little bit more of him. But yes, I feel like the sister should have been the one to go with Shang-Chi as well. But I mean it, it is Aquafina, or maybe just all three of them I would have been okay with. But yeah. I guess someone had to take over their father's estate and she would be the closest one. I mean, even though, you know, they they are very they seem like they're very different people because it seems like she went through a lot after um Shang-Chi left and kind of just, you know, her own journey. I would love to see maybe like a little uh, prequel thing or just like a mini series or something. But hey, Shang-Chi is here. He's in the MCU. And, you know, we're. He's are, got the rings. He's got the rings. The rings. He got them 10 Super Bowl rings, and 10 Super Bowl rings. Almost as, just, just a little bit more so than the Steelers, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> And the Patriots, you, you know, you, you got to... He has more than Tom Brady. He has more than... There we go. Hey. For now. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, yeah, that pretty much concludes our review of Sean chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. As you can tell,
1: we absolutely adored it. And that, was, def- that was a solid hour. We really uh,
0: really dove into that one. I didn't think we were going to... I mean, yeah, yeah, usually that was... I mean, th- this, this one... It was a special occasion because this, this truly is the first, momentous. it's momentous. It truly is the first, like, I mean, yeah, we, we have like, but like, this is the first like original phase four film we have gotten. And, you know, hopefully, I mean, Eternals looks amazing and we're getting, Marvel fans are eating good, man. Yeah,
1: as long as Spider Man doesn't get pushed, I think I have a feeling that Sp- Spider Man, that Sony is going to be looking at the Shang Chi numbers in the theaters to see if they're going to push it back or not. They bet. That's, that's what I think.
0: I will like honestly like push back Miss Marvel or Hawkeye, like one of the shows, but please do not push back Spider Man. Within these past two it's years. It's Sony
1: we're talking about.
0: I know it's, I mean, just push back Venom. Like it doesn't just, just push it back. If, if you're going to push anything back, it needs to be Venom. You already pushed back Morbius. You had no problem pushing that back. Push back Venom. Do not push back Spider-Man. Sony, please. Like that would literally, pro- that would probably ruin my year for, for film. I mean like, yeah, we still have Dune, but I mean like that, cause Spider-Man like that is the perfect Christmas movie, man. People are going to be like, I mean, I'm not seeing everyone's going to be going to the theaters, but like people are going to be coming out for that because it is Spider-Man. And if they keep pushing that back, because we don't really know when things are going to go back to quote unquote normal. I feel like the world kind of got ahead of itself was saying kind of just acting like things were going back to normal when they really, really weren't. And now we're kind of back where we were, you know, all of Paramount's. Uh, films are being pushed back. You Clifford, the big rag dog. I know it's not a, a big loss, but I mean, you, you are starting to see that effect again. And you're starting to see that with, with a lot of industries. And it's like, I'm really praying that they don't move Spider-Man man. Like that, that is the one thing. Give us something to look forward to towards the end of this year. Please Sony. I beg of you, but let's get out of here. Devin really quick. What's coming up on the podcast. We have our Coda review that we'll be dropping this coming up week. As I mentioned before, actually, no, I didn't mention this before because we didn't uh, release our episode four review of uh, What If, but I will be going out of town next week. So we're going to be doing a few bulk reviews for you guys. So, of course, you're going to be listening to this or Shang-Chi review. And then we have our Coda review that we'll be dropping. Excuse me, Uh, that, that would probably be dropping either on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, which would be either the 7th or the 8th. And then we also are going to be doing a, um, a nice little uh, a, a draft series that we've been uh, working up here on Film Optics called Film Optics Draft Series. So it's pretty much just going to be um, our, um, our draft series of, of uh, we're going to be covering TV shows. Um, all through and all out, all genres and whatnot. It's going to be four people kind of just doing more of a uh, battle royale, you know, seeing who comes out on top, first, second, uh, third, and fourth play, uh, place. You know, we're, we're going to have our teams of five. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have Leo and uh, from Geekly Goods and Amanda from AMX NDA reviews joining us. So, you know, it, welcome to the Thunderdome, baby. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. That'll be dropping sometime later next week as well. While I am MIA. So don't worry. We definitely have some content for you guys coming next week. And that being said for, um Marvel's What If, since we didn't do an episode four review, like we said, we just did a small little uh review of you know our, our initial reactions. It was great, good stuff, love Doctor Strange. But um since we won't be here next week to cover uh, episode five, once episode six comes out, which is I believe the week of the fifteenth on Wednesday, um, we'll do like a double feature review of episode five and episode six within one episode for you guys so that's pretty much everything we have coming up you know dear evan hansen i'm sure hopefully we'll get into that because i'm very very excited for that one but yeah look forward to our coda review and our film optics draft series that will be dropping next week as well so devin let's get out of here we've been chatting here for a bit And it's, it's time to go to bed. We, we, we got one more day of, of work ahead of us. So let's, uh, let's get to that so we can get to the holiday weekend. And we hope you all have a safe Labor Day weekend and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.